from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. Details from yesterday's Henrico School Board meeting and how new proposed congressional maps could impact upcoming elections. We'll have details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute for Friday, December 10th, 2021. And now for the news. Well, the special masters who have been tasked with drawing Virginia's legislative districts released their map proposals on Wednesday for both federal and state districts. And then potential candidates statewide began making moves and leaking news that they are planning to run in the 2022 midterms. The lines in the proposal are not final. The two special masters submitted their plans to the Supreme Court of Virginia for review. The court is tasked with drawing the maps after the Bipartisan Redistricting Commission failed to do so earlier this year. Now, the proposed maps would move current 7th District Representative Abigail Spanberger into the 1st District, which is considered a more conservative one, where incumbent Republican Congressman Rob Whitman currently serves. The proposed shift in districts also could impact several Republicans who had announced plans to challenge Spanberger for the 7th District seat. It's unknown now how many of them, if any, would want to primary Whitman. But at least one of them said this week that she would not. Taylor Keeney, a resident of Goochland, who has been planning to seek the party's nomination in the current 7th District, said she would not run against Whitman and would drop out if the lines keep her in his district. Henrico Delegate John McGuire of the 56th District last month announced he too would seek the Republican nomination in the 7th. He's also from Goochland and would be moved into the 1st if the proposed maps are adopted. Yesterday, he said he would wait until plans for new district lines were finalized before deciding upon a course of action. And we've got much more about this topic on HenricoCitizen.com. Right now, you can click on News and then Government. Eleven affordable housing projects in Metro Richmond, including one in Henrico, will receive a total of $2.45 million in grant money from Plan RVA and the Partnership for Housing Affordability. The organizations made that announcement yesterday. The projects will result in the construction of just more than 260 new affordable housing units in the region. At the Cool Lane Apartments in eastern Henrico, just south of I-64, east of Richmond near the Mechanicsville Turnpike, nearly $467,000 will be used to add 86 new units. The funding overall represents the majority of $3 million in grant money provided through Virginia Housing. Now, distribution of these funds was determined by a competitive application process administered by the Partnership for Housing Affordability. The grants are designed to serve as gap financing to help nonprofit developers offer rents and sales prices that are more affordable to lower income households. Funds from the program can be used to cover rising construction costs, land acquisition, and contractor fees, in addition to a number of eligible expenses. Students at four Title I elementary schools in Henrico will soon have the opportunity to get vaccinated against COVID-19 at their schools during the school day. Parents will not be required to be present but must give permission. Consent forms will be distributed in various languages, according to HCPS Chief of Staff Beth Teigen, who announced 
the news at yesterday's school board work session. The clinics will take place at Laburnum, Dumbarton, Glen Lee, and Ridge Elementary Schools. Only students enrolled at those four schools are eligible to participate. But school officials are planning more in-school clinics at other Title I schools in January and February. The clinics will be held on Friday, December 17th, a week from today, for first doses, and then again three weeks later, January 7th, for second doses. So far, just more than about a fourth of children ages 5 to 11 in Henrico have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Henrico school bus drivers are no longer driving triple routes. That's a small victory in the feat to transport students to school amidst a national bus driver shortage. Chief Operations Officer Lenny Pritchard of the school system made the announcement at yesterday's school board meeting. The division now has 98 driver vacancies compared to 104 or 105 three months ago. Another nine candidates are currently in training. The school system will host a Drive the Bus event tomorrow at Richmond Raceway for people interested in potentially becoming bus drivers. The Godwin High School Commons area has been renamed in honor of a former principal, John McGinty. The school board voted yesterday to make the change. McGinty was present at the meeting. School board chair Roscoe Cooper III said, quote, we want to make sure that persons have the opportunity to see and smell their flowers while they still can. Thank you for the tremendous sacrifice and service to the Godwin community as well as Henrico County as a whole, end quote. McGinty served as the school's first assistant principal from 1983 to 91 and then principal from 91 to 2003. Current principal Lee Dunavant attended the school as a student under McGinty and said, quote, he was just an amazing leader, end quote. And a reminder that if you are interested in education news, our education reporter Anna Bryson has you covered. Starting today, she'll be publishing a weekly education newsletter called Henrico Education Weekly. It's free. Sign up by going to henricoeducation.substack.com. The Virginia DMV and a national trucking company are partnering to test a new driver alcohol detection system. DMV and Schneider are collaborating with the Automotive Coalition for Traffic Safety to make Schneider the first truckload carrier to conduct a trial deployment of the Driver Alcohol Detection System for Safety program. The system will be able to determine if a driver is impaired with a blood alcohol concentration at or above the applicable legal limit in the state and prevent the vehicle from moving if so. Officials believe that once the system is commercially available, it could drastically reduce the number of drunk driving deaths in the state and na- nationwide. According to a study from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, when widely deployed in all vehicles, that type of system could save more than 9,000 lives each year. <laughs>